Boogeyman is real, and you found him. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Bearded Horror Review. My name is Dan, aka the Boogeyman, and if things sound slightly different today, it's because I have been gifted a new microphone. Um, a friend of mine gifted me a microphone for my birthday. Um, it was a couple of weeks ago at a time of recording, but um, before I was using all of my professional recording gear for music, so it was set up in a very different way. And he had a USB microphone, which was very high quality, uh, that he wasn't using anymore. And he's allowed me to have it. And I'm loving it. It's it's made things a lot easier. So hopefully content creation in the future is going to be a lot easier for you guys. So I'm going to be able to do a lot more uh, episodes quicker. And hopefully it means I'll be able to give you good quality uh, interviews through Skype. And because uh, I've got some... Sky, uh, not Skype, Zoom. How old am I? Um, I have some guests who will be coming on the show very soon um, and they will be going through Zoom. So hopefully this means it's going to be a better quality and um, it also means I'll be able to do video better with better audio. Uh, I have been playing with video. I have just released my first video on the Patreon so I did a video for my most disappointing movie of 2022. Um, and I did it as a video rather than just audio form. And that is on the Patreon now. Um, so if you do want to see that, um, head over to the Patreon and sign up um, on on there. Um, uh, and I believe it's the ghoul level or above where you'll get access to that. Um, but I really enjoyed making the video and I'm glad that I've got this microphone now so that I can actually start to do higher quality stuff. Uh, I'm constantly trying to get better at this. Like I said, I'm brand new to podcasting. So yeah, this has been fun. And it's really nice of my friend Jake to be able to uh, gift this to me. Um, it's 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 really appreciated and I'm really thankful for it. Um, anyway, off with the gushing, off with all that, let's get back onto the podcast. So this week, I'm going to be doing a movie that has been done by James Wan. Now, the reason I'm doing this is because soon there is going to be a new release. We're going to be getting a brand new Insidious film, Insidious 5, The Red Door. And I am very excited. I don't know how you guys feel about uh, the Insidious films, uh, but I am a big fan. Uh, I've always been a big fan. I even like the, the fourth one, which a lot of people don't like <laughs> but um i found it quite fun and uh yeah so i'm looking forward to this fifth one i'm guessing it's going to wrap up the original like first two and call it, turn it into a trilogy um because the other two after that were kind of more based on um the medium's character rather than uh, the family I guess they, they kind of tried to end it after two, but they've decided to come back and do it after three as it turns the trilogy. But um, before this, James Wan released a film not long ago. So he's done quite a few films. He did Saw, the Saw series. 
um, uh, as a writer, director, and then producer and executive producer. Um, he's done the Insidious films. Uh, he's done the Conjuring films. And he has worked on other projects as, you know, a writer or a producer in some kind of way. So um, I am very excited to, to see what he kind of comes up with next. But he has produced films such as Lights Out. And um, he, he also produced um, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I, you know, as I've said in previous episodes, I don't usually write this stuff down or have notes out, but I've actually got IMDb here for once so I can actually see um, what he's actually done. Uh, so he said he's done that. He was producer on Malignant uh, as well, but uh, he recently produced something else. His most recent production was Megan or Megan, if you're American. Um or Mathrigan, if you're an asshole like me. <laughs> um, and so I I um, decided I'm going to do uh, a review of Mathrigan. <laughs> I'll stop calling it that. Uh, a review of Me- Me- Megan, Megan, however you want to say it. Um, I actually haven't seen this movie yet. I wanted to go see it when it came out, uh, but unfortunately I wasn't able to go. Um, now it is on Amazon now and I'm going to rent it and watch it. So I actually haven't watched it yet. Um, before jumping in, um, I, I decided to jump on here and do this little preamble. Um, I have no like super high expectations of the film. Uh, I have heard good things and bad things. It kind of, to me, just looks like a bit of a fun romp. Uh, the idea of you know a robot gone bad. It is not something that is wholly original. Um, but, you know, it just looks like a bit of fun. So... I'm going to pause this and I will come back to you once I have watched the film and I'll do a recording straight afterwards. So I'll see you on the other side. And I am back. I've just watched Mathrigan. <laughs> I can't stop calling it Mathrigan. I've just watched Megan. Um, so we're going to go from non-spoilers review and then we're going to go into a spoiler review. I will put a time code down below uh, if you don't want to hear spoilers. However, um, yeah, it's not saying much. Okay, um, so let's get into this. Um, so non-spoilers from now. Um, so Megan is about a, a young girl whose parents are tragically killed in a car crash. And as a result of this, she goes to live with her auntie and her auntie is a toy developer. And her auntie is developing a toy. It is basically like a, a, um, a companion doll. Um, and it is a living doll that uh, is basically the same age as her niece. And she creates this, this living interactive doll that ends up pairing with... Um, the the niece and then things happen from there which is a classic uh, a classic basically technology gone wrong plot um i just watched it and honest to god i was so bored um it has its moments um but it um it didn't entertain me really 
Um, I found all of the interesting moments uh, I saw in the trailer. So I wasn't really like shocked by anything that I saw or kind of entertained by it because I had already seen it. And like I said, I usually avoid trailers, but this trailer for this was absolutely everywhere. So I couldn't really avoid it. And yeah, I didn't really see the appeal of it. It was okay in regards to acting and stuff. It's fine. Acting's all fine. Um, a lot of money clearly went into it. The production values are good. But um, it is very much a technology gone wrong film. And I found it very rinse and repeat from other films that I've seen before with this premise but wasn't as good and yeah I was just kind of bored by it um it's 45 minutes before anything actually happens with Mithrigan um and a lot of that time is spent um yeah they're building the relationship with Mithrigan and uh the young girl and they're building up this whole thing of, you know, the auntie is, she's been thrust into this uh, motherhood role. And there's some things in there that kind of annoyed me, that they're just silly stereotypes that um, just, yeah, they're played out. Like this has happened a million times before and it's been said a million times before. Maybe, maybe don't just do the same thing all the time. Um, and some of the acting in this film, though, was shocking. There's one particular actor that I thought was absolutely terrible. Um, but there's some good things about it. You know, the the actual model of Mithrigan and the um, the creation of this character is very well thought out it's very well done um the voice and the acting is very good and the physical presence of this character there in the three is 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 a very well realized effect it is it is good however the film itself is just lacking it is very sparse in its parts um, so there's like I said 45 minutes before something happens I'm assuming that this thing that happens is supposed to create further excuse me that's how bored that's how bored I am by this <laughs> create further kind of tension and, and that's where it escalates from this one moment um, but there's just a lot in it that I just yeah I can't believe couldn't get behind um, I found the all the parts, all the best bits were in the trailer. Um, and yeah, it was very predictable. And uh, I just got, yeah, just got bored. For me, it was a 5 out of 10. Like I said, it's obviously had some good money behind it, produced by James Wan. Um, so it's, 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 it's got clout and it's clear that they tried, but they just didn't have enough there to make this a good movie in my opinion for me it was not entertaining um so that'll end the non-spoilers so let's go into spoilers from now so the film kind of starts um with our our niece uh, it starts with an advert for like a, a toy that's a pet that like 
kind of like a Furby. It interacts with an iPad and it's constantly learning and it's like, oh, it's the new, it's the kid's new favorite toy. And the, the toy is a pain in the ass. Like no parent would actually buy their kid this toy that just talks constantly and is controlled by an iPad and just um, is not good. <laughs> um, sorry if there's a few pops as well, by the way. I'm still like... Um, kind of getting the ins and outs of this microphone um so i've noticed uh, i might need a filter for it but yeah sorry about that um i i it's still great quality <laughs> um yeah no parent no parent in their right mind would buy the child this toy because it's so annoying and loud and just no you don't buy your kid a loud loud toy or when people buy your kid loud loud toys um you want to kill them I don't have kids myself, but I know. Trust me, I know. Uh, <laughs> and um, then it goes to our, our aunt character, our main character, and she is developing this doll, which is Mithrigan. And she's been doing it in secret. She's been doing it in secret because her boss wants her to create a more... a um, a more cost-friendly version of the toy that they already make, which is this weird Furby thing. Um, and she's got the prototype, and she, it goes wrong, and she realises that things aren't there, so she um, she scraps it. And then we, we cut to um, our niece character, and what happens to our niece characters, unfortunately, as they're her, her father, and her mother are driving to a ski lodge, uh, they realise the car can't do the drive, um, the snow is too much for them. It's quite a, a dangerous drive. And they stop. And when they stop, they get hit by a plough. Because the plough just drive Ploughs into them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Um, and then it's a month later. And uh, Megan is moving in with... Not Megan. The niece is moving in with the aunt. And when you do this, uh, when this is happening, we find out that... The aunt has got a neighbour who's kind of chatty and over, over, over familiar with our female main female character, the aunt, and and she's got a dog, which is a big dog, and it keeps coming onto her yard, the the, the aunt's yard, and it's a very aggressive dog, and she's like, can can you keep the dog on your yard? And also, see that this woman sprays her car, uh, garden with pesticides, and it's like, stop getting your chemicals on my yard, stop getting your dog on my yard, leak out, stay off my property. And we go from there and we realise that the aunt realises that she is not equipped to be a mother. And why would she be? Um, she's an, a single independent woman who has not had to be a parent figure at all in her life at any point. So why would she all of a sudden be really good at parenting? She wouldn't. Um, and this is where, like I said, some stereotypes and stuff have played out, um, happen, where she is a, a toy designer and a, a technol she loves technology, obviously, and um, her house is full of collectibles. And everyone's like, oh, look, you've got toys. She's like, oh, these are collectibles. And I was like, that's weird. Like, it's not. It's not weird. It's nothing. It's one of the biggest industries in the world. Um, many, many adults like to collect. It's it, literally Star Wars is built around selling collectibles. 
So I just find this weird that like they still think like boom, adult collecting things. Oh bloody hell, bloody weirdo! Uh, now it's not weird, and it's such an old like kind of stereotype, and this whole thing of like oh she doesn't know how to interact with kids, and she she has collectibles, and they're not actually allowed to be played with, and like. No, it just wouldn't. No, it, people. No, it's not like that. So stop it, please stop it. <laughs> and um, so the aunt makes the stupid decision of going. Well, I can't parent this person. I'm not very good at this. So what I will do is I will go back to my Mathrigan project and uh, start it up again, get it working, and I will present. Mathrigan to my niece and she can help parent her and she can help look after her because I don't know what I'm doing um, and that's what happens so uh, the niece kind of becomes uh, imprinted as it were with this new with this doll Mathrigan and Mathrigan kind of starts interacting with the niece and they become very fast friends very quickly which you can imagine a girl going through a giant trauma um, needed some comfort and she's found comfort in this doll and the one of the plot lines is um, she Mithrigan is imprinted to the niece so she only listens to the niece she'll only do things for the niece um, and as it goes on and they're running diagnostics on Mithrigan and stuff after this print this this thing they're trying to see how she's been getting on how she's working uh, the the aunt character realises she made a mistake. She didn't upload certain software. She didn't upload certain things. She didn't implement certain things into the, the code of Mithrigan. And she, she fucked up a bit. And Mithrigan kind of starts doing things on her own. She's basically been imprinted with an, a learning algorithm uh, that the auntie doesn't quite understand. And as you can imagine, that does not go well. Um, Mithrigan starts doing things that she wasn't supposed to be doing. She starts downloading information she wasn't supposed to. She doesn't listen when she gets told to turn off or to stop talking or shut down. Um, and as the film goes on, you find that the aunt character is kind of just stopping paying attention she's like she's like letting mate mithrigan do all the parenting and that's not a good thing and it's also obvious the niece is getting very very attached to mithrigan i will keep calling her mithrigan <laughs> i'm sorry but it's gonna it's mithrigan i do not care it's yeah it's mithrigan baby um anyway <laughs> um and this starts growing, but she eventually starts, the aunt character eventually starts to realise that maybe this isn't a good idea. Um, however, it's a little too late. And like I said, about 45 minutes in, um, something happens where the neighbour who's got the big dog um, uh, has, is, has let the dog out in the yard and our niece character is playing bow and arrow she's got a bow and arrow like suction cups on and megan is just watching her i said megan and not mathrigan uh, mathrigan is just watching her and the niece loses one of the bows one of the arrows and mathrigan sees that it has um she finds it and she sees that it's gone through a hole in the fence um that leads onto the yard of the woman with this big dog uh, mathrigan reaches through to grab 
the 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 bow and the dog starts attacking Mithrigan's arm and pulls her through the hole and as she pulls her through the hole um he then starts biting the back of her neck and that causes a spark to go off there's your indication that something has gone wrong and Mithrigan is going to start getting worse um the niece tries to get um tries to get uh, Mithrigan back through the hole she ends up getting pulled through further through the hole and the dog bites her while all this is happening the auntie is <laughs> watching something on YouTube with headphones on so she doesn't hear it she eventually hears it goes out and helps um Mithrigan is seemingly okay but a bit disheveled um the niece has a big bite on her arm um police are called and they say there's nothing they can do because she was technically on their property um i'm pretty sure in america they would just be like yeah let's fucking kill this dog <laughs> i mean uh, it's attacked someone like regardless of the situation it's attacked a child like i'm pretty sure they've killed dogs for less um uh, <laughs> i mean i'm sorry america i'm joking of course like it, it's it's just the plot point like that the dog doesn't get taken away doesn't get put down anything like that um later that night mathrigan um uses voice modulation and manipulation to emulate the owner's voice to kind of lure the dog away from the home and, and kills the dog we don't really see it just know that that's what happens um next day um auntie takes the niece to a a school for special children now it's it's brought up very like kind of quickly that this uh, niece character now doesn't go to school and uh, she never did go to school because she said my mom doesn't want me to go to school i'm learning at home and I'm learning more with Mithrigan than I was learning uh, with my mom. I'm, I'm learning loads, like because it's an interactive doll. It's basically connected to the internet, so it has all the information. Um, but you know, the auntie character's like, "No, I want you to go to school. I found this super cool school uh, for people just like you who are dealing with trauma and they don't get on with normal schools." So they go to this open day, and this open day is full of kids, and she wants to take Megan with her, but. She's not a lot. She's like, you can take her, but you have to leave her with the toy table. So number three, you're going to just watching her all day. And we're introduced to a young boy, a teen boy, um, who's called, oh, he's, he's special. And I don't know about y you and your kids, but if I said this to my mum, uh, I would have been punished severely. <laughs> um, there's a bit where she's like, hey, Hey honey, I, that's, that's my son over there. He's, he's a special boy. Hey honey, do you need your coat? Have you had enough to feed and everything? He goes, oh, just, well, you fuck off, mom. I would have been beaten to death. <laughs> like, what the hell? Um, it's clear that this kid is a little shit. And this is something that is spoiled in the trailers. Um, I Sorry, it sniffles. Um, and... Megan, uh, no, Megan is just watching this happening, uh, watching the niece character kind of play, and she kind of wanders off, and the boy wanders off, and she watches this, um, and the teen boy, they go into the woods, essentially that's nearby this, wherever they're doing this thing, and the teen boy bullies 
the our, our niece character and obviously Megan shows up and she is not happy about this and the boy is trying to get this Mathrigan to talk and to interact and he's like he pushes it to the floor and he starts slapping it and like you're just you're just rubbish you're not you know, he starts hitting it starts trying to take its clothes off and I was just like what the fuck is going on what is wrong with this kid is this a Stephen King story because this kid is a fucking diabolical monster and Megan starts to wake up and uh, starts threatening them, you know you should you you shouldn't act like this uh, boys who act like this grow up to be uh, naughty men and she rips his ear off and then she starts to chase him through the woods and as she's chasing him and they go through the woods and she pushes him into the road and he gets hit by a car and the kid the kid gets killed we're over an hour in at this point and like not this is the only two things that have actually happened we've spent an hour building a relationship which is i get but it's it's taken too long i was so bored by this point and again this bit's in the trailer the dog bit wasn't in the trailer but this bit was in the trailer so i've seen it so again i'm, I'm not excited i'm not entertained i'm like okay i've seen this something else happened and obviously the police are involved and talked about and then um they take uh, her home and and a police show up at her door again uh, at, so they go home and then the auntie's house and the, the police show up at the auntie's house because the woman has said that her dog is missing and yes yeah, so that's kind of called into play and then that night um megan attack decides to lure the the woman out by emulating her dog and um, she leads her into her into her garage and she kills the woman there did you hear that netflix thing that is someone else in the house jesus christ how long how loud have they got it <laughs> anyway <laughs> oh my god um and the woman gets killed again we barely see anything nail goes into a hand uh, from a nail gun and also uh, if you are in the know that's not how nail guns work nail guns aren't guns and then um, she starts spraying her with the pesticides obviously that got brought up earlier and then cuts the next day um, police are showing up again um, Megan is getting more and more kind of argumentative with um, the the aunt character She's not shutting down. She's been very strange. She's been very unusual. And she starts to worry that something is wrong. There is then a scene later on where um, Megan comes to talk to the auntie. She's using a different voice at first. She's acting strangely. Um, excuse me. i got the sniffles. Hay fever, man. And um, she comes to talk to the auntie and have a con it's where that you've probably seen in the trailer where she was i thought we were having a conversation that kind of thing happens and the auntie is obviously very scared at this point because megan is supposed to be trying to be very threatening and it is very threatening and it's supposed to be threatening megan is supposed to be passive aggressively threatening uh, our auntie character almost acting like i'm gonna take care of her from now on 
I am her mother now, and I will look after her until the day she dies. Maybe you shouldn't be looking after her. You're not equipped for this. You are not good enough to look after her. And they shut it down. She manages to shut her down. She's got this pen thing where she's able to like shut her down manually. And she decides to pack her up and go like, this is not like something is clearly very wrong. Um, I didn't mention this earlier, but what one kind of thing that's happened is uh, the owner of the toy company has seen Megan in action interacting with the niece. She's basically, the auntie's basically using the niece as a tester for this toy. And... It's a bit inappropriate, but hey, it works. Um, but, excuse me, I'm so sorry about this one, guys. I can't stop sniffing. Um, he's like, yeah, this is our next big thing. We're going to make this toy. It's going to be amazing. Um, when I talked about in non-spoilers about the acting, the owner of this company, whoever he is, absolutely awful actor. It was atrocious acting. Honestly, every line, every action, it, it genuinely felt like I was watching a teen high school play. He was terrible in it. Absolutely awful actor. Like, I don't understand how he got this part, because he cannot act. Um. Anyway, uh, he's trying to put this expo on, but it's like the day before the launch, and she, the auntie character is panicking. So she takes the takes the the Megan she uh, wraps her up and puts her in the, the trunk and drives her to the 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 building has to take the niece with her the niece is freaking out like she's desperate to have Megan she's desperate to talk and have Megan talk to her have her toy back and it's very clear that the teen the the, the niece sorry has become extremely attached to Megan and not only become extremely attached She's using her as a crutch instead of dealing with her trauma from her parents' death. And that's very obvious that that's what's going on. This kid is not dealing with her emotions and she's projecting them onto Megan. And now Megan has been taken away and she feels like her parents are being taken away again. That's, that's It's obvious to me. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, there's, a, there's a, another thing throughout the film that I mentioned that every so often... Uh, the niece uh, talks to a child psychiatrist or a social worker uh, obviously her parents are dead and she's now living with her aunt and they have to make sure that her aunt's um, home is suitable and her aunt is a super suitable parent um, and this is one of the things about like oh, she plays with collectibles oh uh, these toys aren't to be played with that's not very good parenting like it is it's fine because adults are allowed to have things for themselves and then kids have their own toys that's a normal thing but uh, they portray it as that's not normal and you should let kids just do whatever they want and play with whatever they want um and they they get to the the offices and the niece is sat with um this social worker and the niece is freaking out she's screaming that she wants megan um and she's having a proper proper fit the aunt tries to go in there and calm her down and the niece slaps the auntie and it's very obvious that the, the, the line has been crossed so the auntie goes to the, the social worker can you leave us alone please she has a chat with her and this is when we get the whole I know you miss your parents I know and I know you love Megan 
And she goes, well, I, when I'm with when I'm with Megan, I don't feel those feelings. So, well, you have to feel these feelings. Our auntie tries to convey that you need to feel these emotions, otherwise you're never going to get past them. And that's why you're feeling this way. That's why you're lashing out at me. And instantly she's fine. She's fixed. She's cured. She's been a good mother all of a sudden. And <laughs> and um, Megan is down in the basement having diagnostics run on her. And it turns out that Megan turned herself on and she's going to go on a killing spree. She wakes up and she kills a couple of people in the room. Um, the, the other people that have been working with the, the auntie in her lab. There's two other people, a woman and a guy. They both die. Um, and this is where you get the dance scene that's in the in the trailers where she's dancing down the hallway and she, she pulls the um the blade off the um the thing <laughs> um of the guillotine and this results in the, the boss, the terrible boss, the terrible acting guy, uh, he gets killed and then there's another guy who's in the elevator uh, he gets he gets killed and Megan, Megan looks like suicide. Um, those are the only kills in the film, by the way. Um, while this is happening, the auntie doesn't know she's when they've had after they had this conversation with with each other in in the in the offices. She decides to take the the auntie decides to take the niece home, takes her home, puts her to bed. She's like, "We're going to get past this, but we're going to do it properly. We're not going to do it with toys anymore." Um, while she's sat and chilled on her own, the child's in bed, auntie's in the in the kitchen, Megan shows up, don't know how she got there so fast, but she did, uh, Megan shows up, and she um, is clearly not happy, and she starts attacking um, the auntie, but she's not killing her straight away, because the niece can hear it, she's basically saying, you're not in this picture anymore, I'm going to be her mother, you can't take care of her. I'm going to be with her forever. And this is when the, the classic scuffle happens. Um, a scuffle happens and the, um, the robot starts getting bits knocked off of her. And, you know, uh, they're fighting back. And it turns out you know she's pretty indestructible. Um, and it just keeps going like that. And then the niece gets involved. Uh, she uses another one of um, the auntie's kind of projects was this robot that you control with Wi-Fi gauntlets. Um, she turns that on and uses that to attack Megan. I've said Megan, Megan, Mathregan. I've said all three now. And obviously it's not enough. It's, it's, it's a fake out thinking they've won and it and they didn't. Um, and there's a scuffle and a fight and Megan gets all, all of her face ripped off and bits pulled off of her. And you see that there's like a power source in her face and that's obviously the MacGuffin of the thing to destroy. And our, the, the auntie and the niece are fighting and they're trying to survive. And it looks like Megan's going to kill both of them. And the niece stabs the Megan right in the thing that needs to stop her. And it kills her. And it kind of goes from there. It kind of goes to a nice soppy ending where everyone's happy and toys aren't happening like they were anymore. And it looks like she's going to be a good mom. And then there's a piece of technology in the house that kind of is focused on and it moves. And I think that's supposed to hint that Megan might still be alive in the in the ether. And then it's the end of the film. 
Um, like I said in my non-spoiler review, I found this film very boring. Um, not a lot happens in this film. It's nearly it's one hour and forty minutes. It's forty-five minutes before anything actually happens. Um, it's another twenty minutes after that before something else happens, and then everything that happens in the last fifteen minutes. There's these big gaps in the middle where they're trying to obviously they're trying to have like these interactive moments and they're trying to build the characters they're trying to build the um the relationships but it was boring i was so bored and uh, like i said there was some good acting in it but there's also some terrible acting in it there's some subplots that aren't very good like there's the guy who, who was in the elevator who Megan looked like made it look he was gonna kill him. He killed himself. Um, he stole the like the tech for Megan, um, and was obviously gonna sell it to another toy company. Um, the plot of that like it's like where does that go? It doesn't go anywhere. It's just there. Um, the kind of premise that she just happens to to be able to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on this tech just in the basement with nobody watching it like i don't think that that would happen um she's using technology she doesn't understand again i just found it boring like it's been so long doing this boring thing and, and like in the stereotypes and the and the kind of the bad acting and, and the bad kind of time jumps and the and 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 it was just like there was hardly anything in it and the the kills and the bits we've seen them all because they were all in the trailers they've shown the best bits so they've spoiled it all for you and it's very predictable it is every single ai gone wrong film you have ever seen and like the whole things about the trauma and how she's the niece is struggling with it and then she just happens to get over it and how the the auntie feels like she'll be a terrible mother and she doesn't isn't doing a good job and she doesn't like the idea of having the kid there and then all of a sudden she loves it it's very like all over the place emotionally um so yeah i just didn't think it was very good in my it didn't entertain me in my opinion it was not a very good film um i don't think it would have gotten anywhere if it didn't have the james one name on it in all honesty um yeah so five out of ten there was some good moments in it like some good acting but there's some bad acting it looks good it's a good looking film it's well directed um but it's just empty like, like nothing happens for so much of it um so it's not one i would want to watch again hopefully insidious five is not as bad as this film but yeah, that's my review for the film, guys. I hope you enjoyed this. Um, let me know what your thoughts were on um, the film, on, on Mithrigan. Uh, you can actually email me now. Uh, the email is in, linked in the show notes, but it's thebeardedhorrorreview at gmail.com. You can actually contact me now to send over any thoughts or anything you had. Um, if you want to support the channel, you can do simply by just uh, going to my Instagram at the... Um, boogie underscore man underscore dh and um you can uh, like the posts i put up about this if you can share um however you're listening to this whether you're on spotify itunes podbean whatever you're listening to on uh, share it with a friend or share it on social media that'd be awesome if you can leave a five-star review that would be amazing 
um, that would really, really help out. And if you want to support this channel further, you can um, go to up to Patreon. I have a Patreon for now, which has got um, it's got um, video video kind of essays, I suppose, and it's got uh, exclusive movie reviews up there and um, other podcasts episodes that I put up solely for that. Uh, it's it's available from $3 a month. It helps me keep the lights on. It helps me keep buying and renting films to be able to go and review. Um, any any support from you guys would be greatly appreciated. And like I said, you get rewards. Like, extra, like I put my first video up and you get extra podcast episodes uh, and you get things like you get access to the Discord server and you will even if on the depending on what tier you're on you'll get a shout out on, on the show and get to ask me a question that i will read out on an episode um but yeah any support you can give guys even if it's just a like or a share on social media oops excuse me <laughs> it helps so much and i really appreciate everyone who listens to this any feedback or any comments you have for me i take it all in and i greatly appreciate everybody's support but that's it from me, guys. Uh, I will leave it there. And until the next one, happy watching. The